Yo, what's going on, guys? I'm the Geek Slays, and welcome back to the Scuffed Ass Podcast, episode 149. We're back with Jake Talks Sports. How you doing today, my guy? I am doing pretty good. How are you doing, man? Doing all right. We are currently in the midst of that big winter storm that's making it be negative 30-something degrees outside right now. Nice. Well, it says it's negative 16, but that doesn't factor in the wind chill, which is very important. Very important. Yes. The mm -hmm. the title, like the I hate looking at my phone and it being like it's only negative five. It's like I promise you it's forty degrees colder than that. That wind don't kill you. Yep. It'll get you. But due to that, internet's gonna be a little spotty, so there might be times where Jake cuts out or I do. But fuck it, we move because what what are, what are you supposed to do? Am I just supposed to cancel the show because weather sucks? That seems no. Lame. Can't no. cancel the show. We just keep moving. We just keep moving. Uh, so, you know what? We're going to do the reverse. We're going to talk about the Packers first because I feel Fair like there's enough. less to say there sure. overall. So, Packers-Rams. Yes, sir. What do we think of that? I loved him. I was uh, celebrating. Listen, I know that this is a horrendous Rams team. They are not a good football team. Baker Mayfield sucks. Their offensive line's bad. The defense is nowhere near what, what it needs to be. Whatever. There is no part of the Rams. Donald. Um, and I, but like I said, you know, I liked what I saw out of the Packers. I think that Rodgers is really starting to trust the guys more. Uh, he seems to be leaning more towards Dubs and Watson than he is, like, Cobb and Lazard, which is interesting. Um, but I think overall, like, I, I do think this team has a shot of running the table as, as much as the Packers fans say it. Um, I think all we need is a little bit of a two-a disaster class next week, and we'll be okay. Uh, I, we have the Vikings again, which they'll probably be resting their start. No, they won't. But uh, the, the Vikings, they're terrible. We split with them. Oh, it's fine. Normally um, we do split, but I do have to bring Lions, this up real quick. I hope we split. I Fair. I do have to bring this up, though. Do you remember goes. what happened the last time Rodgers came out with the we're going to run the table bullshit and Packers fans got all hyped about it? I the first time he said that. We're not talking about work. the first time. We're talking about the last time he said that, where it didn't work. Because he said, we're going to run the table. And then what happened? Good old Kirko Chains walked into Lambo and sent A-Rod home. To be fair, we're on a rotation, so this year when he says it, it should work. Because last year, last time he said it, it didn't. So, oh, is it, yeah, but it, he's still got to worry about Kirko Chains, the real okay. best in the north. Listen, okay, I, I don't know. The Packers, are dead. I don't even care. Like if they make the playoffs, <laughs> sure, sure. I, I, I will gladly watch them get blown up by thirty. I'm, that's fine with me. Like I will live and die by this team. But it'd also be cool if we didn't, and I could, for the first time in my life, pretty much not have to stress at all during the playoffs about whether or not my team's there, and just watch the playoffs without. Because let me tell you, okay, you and I have the same birthday, so you know when our birthday falls. Yes. I have watched the Packers lose on my birthday three times in my life. Our birthday is on a Sunday this year, too. 
and yeah, Ugh. and one, last year was the divisional game. Yep. Year before, one of the 2016 when they got blown out by the Falcons in the NFC Championship game. That was on my birthday, and then another one. I forget when it was, but it was another like NFC Championship game. I think. I think the Bucks game was even on our birthday. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> This thing, it happens every single year, man. So maybe maybe it'd be nice to have a year off from that. But they're kind of at a point where it's just like they make the playoffs. They don't. Their draft order doesn't really change. I mean, right. they've kind of they've kind of played themselves out of a top ten pick at this point, especially if they beat the Dolphins somehow next week. Like yeah. if they, if they finish like seven and ten or eight and nine and don't make the playoffs, they're in that like mid tier, which I hate. But they're right Packers where the Vikings don't... have been for four but years. Hey, yeah, but hey, guess what? The Packers don't draft well anyway, so I don't really care because they That's probably wouldn't take somebody who would end up busting. So well, they, who cares where we pick? <laughs> don't they draft okay anytime after round four when it stops mattering? <laughs> yeah, but like in the first round, they'd probably be like, you know what we're going to oh, do? God. We really like this corner. Like, no, no, you don't. We we need an offensive lineman. I, corner might help. I mean, I was going to say, Jair's not good. Eric Stokes just hey, doesn't play. Hey, Razul Douglas, hey. that was a stupid contract. Very Green Bay thing to do. You could use a corner. You could use a corner. Yeah, but there's no guys who I would take, honestly. Because the guy who I would take is probably off the board by that point. But I don't know what the Packers are going to do. Um, I mean, like I said, man, just cut Rodgers. I'll pay for the dead cap myself. I'll, I'll cover it. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For uh, sure. but you, no. you got hundred. I think mil. I also said this on Twitter. I also think that if we do lose on Christmas Day to the Dolphins, it's probably Jordan Love time. As it much as Rodgers, is, as much as Jordan Love Rodgers is that, is that like if I'm healthy, I'm out there kind of guy. Well, no. I really do. Oh, fuck! If we lose to the Dolphins, so Rodgers was it two weeks ago on the Pat McAfee show where he said. As long as we're in it, I'm playing. That's what he oh, said. So I did not hear that quote. Yeah. It was the, well, as long as we yeah. have a shot, I'm playing. Which is if valid. We lose, if we lose one more game, it's it's over. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Yeah. It'll, Jordan Love, I think he's really interesting. Because I, I don't want to overreact to the one game. Right. right. But I do think that what we saw out of him deserves at least a second look. Or at least a like, hey maybe he could do something in the future. I think Jordan Love, I think Jordan Love would be in every justified for requesting a trade if Rodgers comes back next season. I think he would. Because if he believes he can be a starter in the NFL, it's not going to happen in Green Bay this year. It's not going to happen in Green Bay next year if Rodgers comes back. If he really believes, there are so many teams that need a quarterback next year. If he really believes that I'm sure somebody will, will give give us first round quarterback. I guarantee it. Uh, see, it's see the Packers are in a real, real weird spot with that. Yeah, I would say so. like it's it's almost impossible to move off of Rodgers this year. Like yes. going oh, into next well, year, no. it's so hard. Yeah, because even if you trade him. Unless you're getting, like, a Russell Wilson king-sized ransom, which there's no way you are. The two guys who have been ransomed for this year look awful. The last guy who was ransomed yeah. for before that, Stafford, yeah, he got you a Super Bowl, and then his career might be over. 
Like, there's a genuine yeah. shot we never see nine play again. And there are, and there are like two, maybe one, maybe two QB needy teams right now that I actually think Rodgers would would ring a, win a ring with next year, and that would be the Jets if they were to trade for him. The Jets and who? Sorry, cut out a little. I didn't say the second one yet. Oh, so okay, we're good. <laughs> the Jets, and I think. I think he could win a Super Bowl with maybe the Buccaneers, depending on no. what Brady does. I can probably not. Could. That or, like, I think he could make a run at it with Carolina. They're a talented team. Carolina's weird. Like, they're a pretty good team outside of the quarterback position. Their offensive line's been so surprising this year. Their defense is probably, like, for, like going to be top five next year. Yeah. I like. I seriously think there's a legit chance that if a good quarterback lands there, they're making some noise. Because that division, that division is theirs for the taking next year. That division, like, there's nobody. Oh, it's atrocious. If Brady leaves, if Brady leaves the Bucks, the Falcons. When's the last time the Falcons were like good? Matt Ryan era, back when Matt Ryan was in his prime. Falcons, Desmond Ritter, unless he turns out to be some superstar, they're not going to be good next year. The Saints are like in one of the worst positions an NFL team can be in. So are and, the Bucks. And the Bucks, yeah. If Tom Brady walks, they have no quarterback. They are paying a bunch of old guys. Oh yeah. I mean that's an that's an aging roster, and all of them are quickly losing their talent. It's very yeah. evident. Yeah. And so the Panthers with a quarterback win that division next year by week ten, like literally. Here's my hot take. <laughs> Even if they roll with Sam Darnold, they win the division by week ten. They could. They could. Like Darnold has not been awful. No. Darnold, I think we all great, need to look past. Is he a bust? Absolutely. But yes. that's just because of where he was drafted. Yeah. It would be considered a bust if he was like a fourth or third round guy, which no. he should have been. And he can come. No, he shouldn't have. That's... In, a re- in a redraft, he would be. Well, sure. I, I thought you were going off like the, no, the take no, no, no. like I had last time. I think it was on your show, actually, where I said, because I, mean... I had the take. Well, I've had the take like. Zach Wilson should never have been a first-round pick to begin with. We talked about this. I can't remember if it was my show or yours, but we talked about it. That was on my show. Okay. Yeah, because uh, Zach Wilson, uh, man, his, what, what I saw out of him from the Lions shows him as technically salvageable. Like, no. he didn't, like, he like I don't know. It's just, like, he's such a weird case because – one of the throws in the Lions game made me audibly gasp, and one yep. of them was just like, why? Why'd yep. you do that, Zach? That's the and thing with Zach Wilson. He, he's basically just a mobile Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz might be more mobile than Zach Wilson. The issue Zach with Carson just... Wentz is he hey, somehow whoa, whoa, whoa. gets hurt every time. Zach Wilson's a speedy little guy. He just runs backwards, okay? I'm not talking about <laughs> speed. I mean, when, when Carson decides he's moving... He's going. Yeah. (laughs) But that's the thing with Zach Wilson is he kind of has the Josh Allen effect, right? The high end is there, but the low end is awful. We've seen that Mm -hmm. even now with current Josh Allen. If he's off on a day, he's the worst quarterback in the league. Done. Doesn't matter who else is playing that day. Nathan Peterman could start. And if Josh Allen's not on his shit, he's worse. The thing is, Josh Allen's base level is is about 40 times higher than Zach Wilson's base level. The big plays don't matter because his average play is awful. Mm-hmm. Where it, It's almost the like opposite of a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, 
the 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 av the, his average play is slightly above average, and he can make some big plays, but he can't make huge plays. You know, it's like the reverse. It's very strange. Yeah. But no, if you look at everything in college, Zach Wilson didn't deserve to be a first-round pick. I've seen people argue that Sam Darnold didn't, and they're stupid. If you go back yeah. and look at his college film, Darnold should have been the number one overall pick that year based off just Zach, film. Zach Wilson did not play anybody in college, especially that last year when he balled. Like Robert Sala was like, he's still the same quarterback that went 18 for 18 in a bowl game against like Western Michigan or something. Like, okay, sure. Right. Maybe he, he can go 18 for 18, for 18 against the Texans. In the Mayo Ooh. Bowl. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, and it's just like, I forget how this conversation even started. I think we're talking about Rodgers. But, like, teams like that, like the Jets, I think could win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. I Absolutely. think so. If Rodgers is what he is this year. Yep. I think they could at least make a serious run at it. I mean, obviously he'd have to go through one of Mahomes, Allen and Lamar or even Burrow or Herbert. Yep. Like he's got like a ton of quarterbacks to face. And that's the problem is that like quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers, I don't know if he has no trade clause, but I don't know if they want to be in the AFC cuz the NFC is as open as it could be right now. It's like the Vikings, right. the Eagles, the Cowboys, and everybody else is just in a rat race for a playoff spot. And if we're being honest about it, going into next year, is there any guarantee the Cowboys will still be one of those top teams when Dan Probably Cam- not. Dan Campbell. Dan Quinn leaves for another head coaching job that he's yeah, inevitably going to get. Coaching job. Kellen Moore might even get one. I, I don't whatever really team does that is really stupid. Like well, that might make the Cowboys it, better. Sure. But um <laughs> but I think and even the Vikings. Oh, Cowboys are too good right now for them to consider firing McCarthy, which is ultimately what's going to keep holding them back. Yep. That's what it was with the Packers. Was just like Mike McCarthy's a bad coach, but they- yep, they just made they just made the NFC Championship game. It had to have been him. Right. It's like no, he's a bad coach. It's Aaron Rodgers is a top five quarterback all time, and he's on his team. Yep. Like if you. If you had like any other quarterback, it it would like in the same thing with Dak. Dak is good enough where he can elevate Mike McCarthy to look like a salvageable head coach. If they had like, if they had fired Mike McCarthy after this past year when they made the playoffs, they did. Yes. Yeah. Did they miss it because of Dak? Dak's in. No, they made it because Dak's injury was two years ago. Last year they uh, made the playoffs, beat the Cardinals the in the wild card, and then lost to the Niners in the divisional. Oh, we're, we got some big lag. Are we back? No, they lost. They lost in the wild card. No, they beat the Cardinals in the wild card and lost in the last divisional. year. Yeah, no, last last year they lost to the Niners in the wild card. Who then went on to beat the Packers in the divisional? That the Rams played right. the Cardinals. Is that right? Remember, because the Rams and Cardinals play each other. I oh yeah. Remember this. Oh God, why? Why do I have that mixed up? I I don't know. As Depot does, but okay, my bad. I was off. I totally remember them playing the Cardinals for some reason. I might be in a new universe. Who knows? But yeah, if they had fired Mike McCarthy after another wild card exit last year and hired like McDaniel or like oh okay McDaniel, not yep. McDaniel's. Yep. Um, they hired Mike, or if they had hired the enemy, like the enemy KOC. 
Hell, see, they, imagine they, Brian Dable. Yeah, Brian Dable with that Cowboys team. Oh they're pro. They're. I mean, they're with Mike McCarthy competing with the Eagles for this division. Yeah. Like this division would be a genuine like shot for shot race. The thing but, is, yeah. no one outside of Cowboys fans has them pegged as a Super Bowl contender right now. Whereas, yeah. if they had any, almost any other coach, we'd be calling them Super Bowl contenders. Like if they had any other coach outside of like Mike Zimmer, we are going through it at the moment, ladies and gentlemen. It has yes, frozen like every third word from both of us for the last couple of minutes. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. It's wild times. Yeah. But I don't know. The Packers are in a really interesting situation. At least theirs is good interesting. Like the Saints and it Bucks, is. their interesting situation is like, how long are they going to field competitive rosters? You are going to be bad. Right. Like, like the Bucks will be bad next year. Oh, yeah. No doubt. And eventually the Saints are going to be the worst team in football. They're going to have to be. They might even be next year. Right. Like, like, this roster is not great. They have nobody wide receiver. I don't know what Michael Thomas is doing. They don't I, speak about Chris Olave like that. But other than Chris Olave, they have nobody wide Yeah. It's, it's oh, bad. No. Their defense was supposed to be good, too. Yeah, there are people calling this guy, this team the best defense in football. Like, no, 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 no. You're overrating Tyron Matthew. Yeah, Mario Davis is fair, is valid. I love Demario Davis. I think he's probably the second best middle linebacker in football, still behind Fred Warner. Um, Cam Jordan's him, great. Marshawn Lattimore's Jordan, great. Still pretty good. Lattimore's great. But, like, it's like the Rams defense. Like, sure, they have Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, but who else is there? Yep. And the Dolphins' defense, sure, they have Xavier Howard and Javon Holland and maybe Bradley Chubb, but who else is there? I mean, they've been pretty Yeah, come on, don't don't disrespect don't know, my boy man. Christian Wilkins like that. Also, and, uh, and like, Jalen like, Phillips. Jalen Phillips has been good. But, like, their secondary outside of Xavier Howard and Javon Holland is... Is Byron Jones ever coming back, by the way? I don't know. I, I don't remember the last time I saw him on the field. I don't either. I just know they paid him a lot, and it's not working out this year. Last year he was good. Byron Jones has been good almost his entire career, and then he just, whatever happened to him, he's just hurt, and this year's tough. Oh, my internet's completely down for a moment. That's good. We'll we'll, we'll get Jake back in a second. Oh, I saw him. Oh, I'm here. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm here. So, yeah, he's been in Miami for two years. I guess last year he didn't get a single interception, but he also only has four in his career. In his seven-year career, he has four picks. He is not an interception guy. You don't have to be to be a good corner. That's so. true. But, no, I wonder if they're getting him back this year. I, I don't see anything about it, which is tough. Oh, actually, would, Sports uh, Illustrated said he's not likely for 2022. So great. I mean, they really could use him right now. Yes. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, but yeah, like the Saints, like Dennis Allen. I don't think that experiment's working. I'm so glad. Uh, 
It really. I mean, James Winston has not been good in the time he has played. Andy Dalton's not a starter in the NFL anymore. Eh, he might be. I think there's a lot of quarterbacks. I, I, Andy Dalton's still better than. Yeah, but like you're not gonna win games with Andy Dalton oh, consistently. God, you can be like his prime with the Bengals. I can see him being a ten and seven wild card guy every year for the next three. On a really good rock, like if the Jets brought in Andy Dalton, there's with they're they're a guaranteed playoff team compared to this year where it's a question. Oh, the Jets are not making the playoffs, right? They're like, getting they're getting they're getting cold at the wrong time, and right. the, a lot of AFC teams are getting hot. Jags are hot, the Chargers are hot. They've won a couple in a row. The Titans are falling off, and Ryan Tannehill's not playing again this season. So yeah, we're gonna talk about that soon. But yeah. Andy Dalton, I think if you had given Andy Dalton to the Jets three weeks ago, I think the Jets are a playoff team. I don't know if I want him over what might. I do. I think all the people praising Mike White kind of haven't watched him actually play. Well, I'm just saying I don't think that Andy Dalton was, would have the kind of game. Uh, even if it was the Bears, I don't think Andy Dalton would have had as good of a game as Mike White had. I mean, that's a little rude since... Oh, that's not it. This gotta... isn't Mike White praise as much as it is Andy Dalton slander. Right, and I don't know if I can stand for the Andy Dalton slander today. I'm not trying to slander him that badly. and He actually has been playing sneakily well. It's just the Saints suck. But, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not saying that right now, if Mike White was their quarterback, the Saints would be any better. Did you forget, because I totally did, did you forget about the Week 7 game? Saints-Ravens, or Saints-Ravens, Saints-Cardinals. Don't know where I got Ravens, don't ask. I I actually watched the Saints-Cardinals in the entirety of it. Where he completed, where the fuck's his completion percentage? He was completing 65% of his passes for 360 yards, four touchdowns, 89.1 QBR. Like, it was a good game. I also remember just him as good as Mike White against the, the most, most bozo, boneheaded pick I've ever seen in my life, pretty much. <sighs> yeah. That'll happen. I've seen Mike White do that. Ask Harrison I've seen Smith Mike White. Th- sure. I've seen Mike White throw a pick. I've never seen him throw a pick where I was like, <laughs> bozo, bozo, bozo. Uh, chucking, the, chucking, the, chucking the ball at Harrison Smith is a bigger bozo hey, move than what Andy Dalton No, did. it's not. I'm only saying this because that's what Aaron Rodgers always does. But no, it's not. No, it's not. That's why Harrison Smith has more interceptions than like every team that's ever played Aaron Rodgers against Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I think him and Aaron Rodgers are like just best friends behind the scenes, and Rodgers just agrees to pad his stats when they play. So right? Like, yeah, let's let's add to that career interception. Total. You need some more numbers because people are still dis- disrespecting you by pretending Tyron Matthew is better this year. Tyron Matthew has never had a single season where he was a better player than Harrison Smith. You just don't watch the Vikings. For some reason, the internet hates the Vikings. Don't know why. Watch Harrison Smith. He's the best pl- safety to play in the last 10 years. Greatest of his generation. Should be a Hall of Famer. Will be a Hall of Famer. And I'll have to be on the internet yelling at all these idiots who say, Bro didn't deserve it. He's on the same level as Palomalu and Brian Dawkins. Yes, he does. Fair. 
Oh. Not so smoothly, but smoothly transitioning. Nope. We're not smoothing shit. Talk about boys. Let's talk, talk about, about my boys. boys. Yes, I am down to talk about my boys. I know you are. That was, first of all, if uh, you follow me on the Tiki Talks, you saw the I emotional do. roller coaster I went through on this day. I do want to say yeah. my uh, halftime video, uh, they must have put that on in the locker room because they listened to every single thing I said, including me screaming at Ed Donatel, hey, dipshit, just play some man. Every play you've ran it has worked today. In the second half, we ran man 65% of the time. Didn't allow a first down on any play where we were in man. Maybe yeah. let the boys play man and let Harrison Smith and Cam Bynum just be the cleanup crew. Stop trying to have yeah. them actually guard somebody. Make them be the cleanup crew. They're just there to fix the errors in case a cornerback fucks up. That's it. Like, that's... Ed listened to that, and it was great. But we should reverse to the start of the game. I'm, I'm getting a little too ahead of myself. Sure. So, what were your thoughts at the beginning of... Oh, we're, we're, we're getting some lag. It's okay. I... Yeah. Your thoughts about you the early part. Yeah. Beginning of the yeah. game. Yeah. I... Oh. I don't know. Like, I saw, like, the Vikings go down big. I was just sitting there to myself, and I'm like, I don't care if they come back. I'm going to make fun of them so hard right now. Because As you I have this and right now. Okay? And I will say, just overall, we're coming back and winning this game. It... Oh, my Lanta. Oh, boy. That's an accomplishment. But being down 33 in the first place is a little scary because so, it was the cold. Yes. And, again, Ed Donatel, not that great. No. Not that great of a defensive scheme. And But the fact that a lot of this wasn't even the Colts' offense, it was the Colts' defense. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. It wasn't even I, the I, defense. I, if we're being honest... It was the special teams. If we're yeah. being completely yeah. on, because so I'm gonna I'm gonna start it at the very beginning. The opening kickoff, the Colts took it back 55 yards. They were in field goal range after the opening kick, and we held them to a field goal. We get the ball, do nothing. It was a rough start to the game offensively. Our first punt then gets blocked and returned for a touchdown. That's yeah. not ideal. I, I kind like, of figured the Vikings were going to come back for a couple of reasons. One, they're a good team. And the second thing is that a good team that being down 33 was a very hungry team. So when you are in the Colts, not a very good team, and you run in and you not only are facing a good team, but you've made them angry, you're probably going to lose. And yeah. the Colts just came out. I feel like they got too ahead of themselves. They threw up 33 nothing at halftime, maybe didn't have to worry, and all of a sudden, here come the Vikings. Starts dealing. So, to me, I think it's official. I'm sad it didn't happen already. Jeff Saturday should have been the first ever interim head coach to get fired in the middle of a season. They should have moved on I mean, to head coach was... number three. 
uh, truly awful. It's not even about the comeback because let's be honest, as a team, the Vikings are that much better than the Colts. They just are. Like, yes. I the beginning of the, that game maybe doesn't prove it, but the Vikings are that the team they played in the second half is what the Vikings actually are. The beginning, yeah. everything that could go wrong did, including a defensive touchdown getting called back because NFL refs yeah. are on their villain arc right now. If you just like if you if you just showed the second half of the Vikings Colts game with no score and you just showed them, everybody who's anybody with half a brain would say, "Yeah, the Vikings are the purple team is the better team." Yep, that right? tracks. Yep. <laughs> And I would, I'm, and, and honestly, like, I don't understand, like, I didn't watch the first half of the game because I was over at my family's house and I was checking the score. I watched the second half because I was interested to see what was going to happen. But the first, I, I just kind of, like, checked the score and it just kind of, what, like, how is this happening? Like, the Vikings are fighting for, like, the division, like a playoff spot here. Like, what is right. going on? What went on was literally the everything that can go wrong, it did. It Nothing was working. It was awful. And then the refs decided that it wasn't bad enough, so they needed to. And I'm not going to say the refs were entirely against the Vikings. If you saw the videos I made in the second half, the yeah. refs would make calls against the Colts, and I'd go, that's a shitty fucking call. That's That's miss. That was bad. Sorry, go Awful. ahead. Yeah. They were, they, the refs in this game should never ref another game in the NFL. I agree. Like, this was awful. On both I hate to admit it. Oh, yeah. Taking... F oh, my God. Things just were, 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 were at some points were screwed over. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, I, the calls against the Colts, I'm just like, man, really? Like, is this what we're doing? Some of them were ticky-tack. I did almost get into a million fights on Twitter, especially with people in our friend group. I'm sorry. Calling the multiple helmet-to-helmets on Justin Jefferson. That's a soft call. Stefan Gilmore launched the crown of his helmet into JJ's chin. That's not a soft call. Technically, by the rule, that should have been an ejection. Fuck you. Stop saying it's okay yeah. to get hit in the head as long as it's JJ. Stop trying to say it's okay to injure players as long as they're on the Vikings. Go fuck yourself. This has been multiple yeah. weeks this has happened now. I don't get why the refs would call this, but if they did it to Rodgers or like Nico made a video like that. If a Jets player hit Tua or Tyreek like that, Nico would have been screaming to get them out of the NFL. But it happens to the Vikings, and he's like, I don't know why they call stuff like this. Because it's the rule, you fucking idiot. Yeah, what? and, like, I just, I mean, the Vikings, like, you can you can, you can can come back from this game because you're playing the Colts. Yep. But if they get to the playoffs and somebody goes up like this on them, it is over. I They, they, they cannot let this happen again. If this is Philly... If this is fully up thirty-three nothing at halftime, you're finished. I'm sorry. I don't know you're, if we you are. You are finished against that against the Eagles. Yes, because you barely did it against the Colts. Took you to overtime still. Well, barely did it. Against it shouldn't the Colts. have. If we're being, it shouldn't have. There was fourteen points off the board there that should matter. 
you know, the score really should have been about 50 to 36, not not 39. I'm just but... saying the difference between but... going down five team and going down by oh. even like 21 or 28 to a top five team is astronomical. And the Vikings did a good thing and they showed that they can play from behind. That's, that's the thing every good team needs to be able to do. And I give them credit for it. I just... I, it it worries me maybe more than it worries you, but it worries me a little bit that it was thirty three nothing at all ever. So here's Again, what I saw: defensive touchdown wiped off the board, but that's thirty three to seven, right? Like, I, I mean, that's still well. We don't know that at the time it was seventeen nothing or twenty three nothing. I think actually, so at the time it was twenty three to nothing, twenty three to seven, with the score on the board looks a lot better. Than twenty three to nothing, us getting the ball on our own two yard line after a punt, mm-hmm. and then an immediate pick, that wipes that pick off the board. That wipes those points off the board. It's twenty three to seven, and the momentum's already flipped. That could have been a big thing. I know some people want to argue momentum doesn't exist. I'm just gonna point back to this game for the rest of forever. Mostly, yes. The momentum. I don't even know if it's actually momentum, but it's getting the crowd either back into it or shutting them the hell up. The Colts had U.S. Bank Stadium the quietest I've ever heard it in the first half. Oh, it was dead silent. And then they had it the loudest I've heard it since the Minneapolis miracle in the second half. Like, (laughs) I don't know if it's a momentum thing, but getting the crowd back into it was huge. But the... Also... Go ahead. This is a very quick thing. You can keep talking after this. I don't think this is on Matt Ryan. No, as much as the joke, it, it as is much a as the joke bit. wants to land, it is a little. It is bit. not. It, it, but it's not like he's the guy who choked oh, away a thirty-three God, no. point lead. Defense fell apart. Jeff Saturday's not a real NFL head coach. Yep. That's the reason why they choked the game. Yep. But I do <laughs> subscribe continue. to the Shannon Sharp school of thought on that one. Matt Ryan was welcome to score as many points as he liked. He it's chose true. thirty-three. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, that's just. What it was, but also a lot of that's on coaching. Let's be fully honest here, and I will get more into that in a second. I think the going back to what you were talking about, the going down thing, what I saw from this game is a team that learned from their mistake in week two and in week, what was that, 13 against the Cowboys, 12? Yeah, what whatever week we played the Cowboys, the Cowboys and Eagles games, in the Eagles game, we fell down 24 to nothing. Er, well, no, we fell down 24 to 7, I think at half. And we come out of the half, we're down by a ton, if we're being honest. And the defense comes out and did the same thing they did to the Colts. Come out in the second half and didn't let Philly move the ball an inch. But in week two, the offense couldn't step up. Now, the Cowboys game's a little different, but either way, we fell down big early, never got back up. The thing I know is for the first time, because this is the third time it's happened, we fell down big early. This time, the boys were able to pull it back together. That gives me more hope than I have the worry that we fell down, especially in this game. We didn't fall down because we were playing bad. We didn't fall down because one of the units just completely sucked. We fell down because yeah. of luck. That's all it was. Yeah. And like honestly, 
This week was like every single good team had a bad game this week. Yep. Like the Texans took the Chiefs to overtime. The yep. Jaguars beat the Cowboys. The Eagles were bad in the first half against the Bears. Luckily, they. Yep. But like the Bills didn't have like a perfect game against the Dolphins. Like every team that you consider a contender right now fell pretty flat on their face this week. Yep. Most of them came out with the win. The Vikings did, the Chiefs did, the Bills did, the Cowboys didn't. They're the only ones who didn't, actually. Uh, the Eagles did. Oh, um, but speaking of the Cowboys in that situation, who cost them that game? Well, Mike motherfucking Carthy. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say that it was Dak, and I was going to fight who you on that. Who dials but... up before the Jags got the ball to tie the game? Who dials up a deep shot on third and four when you just have to run out the clock? I just, like, I, I in that interception, I hate that I see people blaming it on Dak, the pick six that won the oh, game. God. I hate it. Because it's just like, brother, that is the most freak thing that possibly could have happened in that yep. situation. Is that low of a throw. It's a low throw to C.D. Lamb falling on the ground. and somehow pops all the way back in the air. And gets lands in the hands of a like gets tipped at the line and yeah like it's just who who then happens who then happens to take it to the house and nobody stops him like and like Trevor Lawrence phenomenal like 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 he's the guy and I don't know dude the Cowboys I don't think I don't think they can do it with Mike McCarthy man because like you just said who does who does what he does the Packers game too going for it on fourth and something. And they had to go for it, but the play that he drew up was atrocious. Didn't yeah. do anything, and it's just like he. I've seen. Trust me, trust me. I've seen it. You yep. can't. He won one Super Bowl, and that was Aaron Rodgers' best season of his career. And even if Cowboys fans want to <laughs> say like, "Well, it was really Kellen Moore. He's the one calling the plays." That's still on still McCarthy. He's still that- the guy in charge. If Kellen Moore's holding you back against the Jags, he's going to hold you back against Philly or Minnesota in the playoffs, too. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter whose fault it is. Someone on that coaching staff is holding you back. And it might even, and it's both of them. Yep. It's both of them. So yep. what are you going to do? And let's, Kellen Moore should be on the hot seat. He should be. And let's also and be McCarthy honest. He has been on the hot seat every year he's been in Dallas. And so. There's another really famous choke artist of a coach on that team. We've all praised him for the last two years. I think Dan Quinn's a good defensive coordinator. He I is, will say that. But his defense still blew a 28-3 lead. It's fair. That was his defense. It's With fair. The but same this, kind yeah. of pieces that he has now. Yeah. It, it's not well that well about the coaching staff. I think, like... They do struggle a little bit outside of CD Lamb at receiver. Yep. Um, the defense, I mean, this is more Trevor Lawrence prop than it is Cowboy slander, but Trevor Lawrence kind of sliced them. Well, it's not. The Cowboys are down to their fourth and fifth string quarter- corners aside alongside yeah. Trayvon. And we know Trayvon is still prone to a mistake here and there, but now yeah. he has to be perfect. He Dude, has to shadow yeah. your one, and he can't miss. Like Trevor Lawrence, like he doesn't even have Calvin Ridley yet, like, right? Like, and like, like the Jags are torching defenses with the with Zay Jones, like because that's the thing is like there are receivers, there are number two wide receivers 
on on t- NFC playoff teams that are a lot better than Zay Jones is. So sure, Trayvon Diggs can lock down AJ Brown, but Devonta Smith is going to murder whoever you have at that other corner spot. Right. Or sure, Trayvon Diggs can do an okay. He won't shut him down, but he can do an okay job on Jefferson. I'm sure Thielen or Osborne will find their way open, or, or TJ Hawkins. I was going to say, or TJ, or even Dalvin. Just I think yeah. we need to be using him as a receiver more. I don't know why. He looks slow when he's handed the I mean, ball. He is, but when he catches he is bottom it, he five. runs. He is bottom five in, among running backs and efficiency. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings offensive line is not good. You know this. But, but Dalvin's Dalvin felt Cook, weird this like, year. Like the one play, the one it was against the Lions, where he just like didn't go forward. He just like stutter-stepped in place and then got slammed and fumbled. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Like and, I like, like like he just like he didn't even make an attempt to move forward, and then he just no. got popped. Like I don't get it. He has looked like a very different running back, but as a receiver, like that one that one catch and run that he had against the Colts was phenomenal. Like breaking tackles left and right, nobody could bring him down, and he has good hands. I mean, mm-hmm. if you put him, I mean, I don't know if you'd put him on out wide, but you put, put him in the slot. I was gonna say put him in the slot, bring in Alexander <laughs> Madison, then you get like gonna, the weird end around shit. You get yeah. so many more opportunities because they're not because they're not going to put a corner on him no so if he goes out in the slot it's most likely one-on-one with him and a linebacker and chances are he wins those at least like half of the time depends on who the linebacker is i suppose if it's fred warner i I think fred warner is the only (laughs) nfc linebacker who can stop him it may be micah micah might be able to but you'd be really dumb to stop rushing the pass rusher or rushing the rushing the pass with Micah, yes, like that'd be stupid. Yeah, no, because because literally <laughs> the because when they did rush with Micah, they had Kirk Cousins and Alcatraz. Yep. So, <laughs> and like that's then the you thing, have to make like, a decision because like what if the game, yeah. like, if the Cowboys and Vikings do play again, they meet in the playoffs, and there's a good chance you have Micah rushing the passer, right? Who's covering Dalvin Cook? Right. Who's covering Dalvin's open? So Kirk's just or hitting TJ. quick dump offs. But, like Fred Warner is probably the only li- NFC linebacker who can match up with TJ, like yep. respectively. I think safety wise, I'm trying to think of who made the playoffs safety wise that could be a guy to cover H- Hawkinson. Yeah, DJ not... Garner Johnson. N- no, probably can, <laughs> but he'd he'd be the Eagles guy. Well, the Eagles would without uh, a doubt try that. That's the only uh, option. Who, oh, Hufunga, guy from. <sighs> 49ers. He's very, very good. He's very TJ good. TJ Hawkinson's but, got the experience, but he's very good. Um, that's the else? other thing I'm loving about this Vikings offense. We have more weapons than any other team in the NFC. Yeah, because you don't want to really commit your top safety to covering a tight end when they need to be kind of watching over the deep half of the field. It's like if Hufunga if comes down and guards TJ Hawkinson, Justin Jefferson is going to beat his man one-on-one, and there's nobody to stop him. Right. So make the tackle at least. But then like, okay. you're risking putting Tashawn Gibson's 35 year old yeah. ass on just, on hot. Yeah. Like the Vikings can do a great job at mismatches because of their weapons. Because mm-hmm. you can genuinely have a Vikings team where on the field at the same time you have Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, KJ Osborne, and TJ Hawkinson. What do you do? Somebody's gonna I've, beat you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. The Vikings defense still. 
if Ed Donatel needs to be cooking in the playoffs if they want to, if they want to like, I mean, if they want to like compete with Philly and stuff. My and my answer to that, the game plan from the second half against the Colts. Yeah, just man, fifty hey, percent hey. of the time, and we have a shot. Okay, Ed, how about you don't put Daniel Hunter in coverage? Oh my God! And, and what? Like I like. <laughs> I said there, that. Like, there are times this year when I've I've been watching the Vikings and I'm just like, hold up, is that Daniel Hunter out Dude. there in like the like the flat zone covering a running back? What what why is what is he doing there? They've got like, Daniel and team. Big Z doing that. It makes no sense. Zedarius Smith is an okay cover. Nah, he yeah, was on the Packers. Maybe he's not now. The reason we signed him was for him and Daniil to meet at the quarterback, not meet at midfield trying to chase down the receiver they were guarding. Yeah, and Zadarius Smith is like 30-something, so like right. I'm not sure exactly who he's keeping up with at this no, point. No, he can meet <laughs> us at the quarterback. He's and still also, damn good at that. And also, you don't need him to because guess who your other coverage linebacker is? Eric Kendricks. Mm-hmm. Even so, like, Jordan Hicks is good in coverage. Yeah, Jordan like, Hicks is just like he's Daniel not Hunter. He's great. He's not Kendrick's. He's not a benefit in in coverage. No. And we saw in the second half. the biggest benefit. And what happened in the second half? Instead of having him play linebacker, they moved him to down defensive end in the second half. And Daniil Hunter took over that game defensively. Matt Ryan could not get away from 99. It's like I get like the... Because like, the Vikings defensive tackles, and uh, to my knowledge, are not great. I don't, I they are now because they're healthy. Okay. Dalvin Tomlinson has been the one oh, of the five yep, best defensive tackles this yeah. year against the run, which is where we need him. And then Harrison Phillips is finally coming in. We we picked him up from the Bills. He has been fine all year. That's that's. But the he's thing. finally he's finally hitting his stride. Yeah, at a great that's the thing time. With this- with this Vikings defense, is I genuinely think this defense has a good chance at slowing down Philly's run game, which oh, could yeah. really hurt them. Miles Sanders, Miles Sanders, if they do meet in the playoffs, is probably not going to have a good day. No, Dylan Hurts might be able to beat you with his arm, and I believe that he is capable oh, of beating teams with his arm. With his sure. arm, absolutely. But we but like, we locked Jalen Hurts you take running. Away, yeah. If, if you take away like the RPO stuff, that Philly offense becomes very one-dimensional. It's hey, AJ Brown's down there somewhere. I'm whipping this thing or something like that. Okay, because Jalen Hurts, we don't we know, and yep. it, he hasn't really done it this year. Doesn't really throw over the middle. It's just not what he does. Right. He either throws it deep or if the deep's covered, he takes off. Yep. If you can stop him from taking off, if you can get him, if you can get Jalen Hurts averaging like two yards a carry, or you just get him behind the line. I mean, really. Philly's offense becomes very one-dimensional, and once you are, you're able to stop that, that one thing, yep. I don't know because that's the reason why they lost to the Commanders because the Commanders' run defense is very, very good, and their defensive tackles are very, very good. So they shut down the run, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, beat us over the top, and they couldn't, and that's why they lost the game. Nobody wants to remember this. But again, the second half of the Eagles game week two, do you know yeah. what the adjustment was to lock up Jalen Hurts. We initially had Jordan Hicks in as the spy on Jalen Hurts, and he was too goddamn slow. The only real snaps of football Brian Asamoah has seen 
was in that game against Philly. Why? Mm. He's just as fast as Jalen Hurts. We just put him in as a spy. We said the defensive play call doesn't matter. You have one. That's it. You mm. watch him. You do not let him run. And Asamoah did a pretty damn good job. I I genuinely think we can take Philly. The only team in the NFC that like scares me to the point of I don't want to play them is the Niners. <sighs> Uh, they're scary because that defense and their offense. I mean, yeah, their defense can suffocate you any offense in the NFL. I truly believe that they're the best defense in football. They can shut down any offense they want to. It's just, you're not going anywhere with Brock Purdy. I don't care how good he is. He's a rookie. Even if he's playing well in this regular season, come playoff time, I promise you the last pick in the draft is not going to be torching defenses in the playoffs. Well, and we've I seen just, rookies in the playoffs before. Andrew Mac Luck Jones. couldn't do it. Mac Jones couldn't do it. RG3 couldn't do it. do it. Russell Wilson couldn't do it. So many rookies who have gone on to be very successful couldn't do it. I promise you Brock Purdy can't either. And even if you get Jimmy G back, I'm actually more confident we can beat you. Jimmy G is not good. Don't win a Super Bowl with either of those two guys. Simple no. as that. The 49ers can have as good of a defense as they want. They are going to be scoring nothing right. in and the playoffs. I'm not saying that I think the Vikings are like easily going to walk to the Super Bowl. That is not my take at all. I'm just saying no. there's not a team in the NFC where it's really like, oh, we play them, we're fucked. It's more of a, closest we play them, is, we're going to give them a run. And the closest, the closest is, is the Eagles. I think yeah. we're. I think we match up really well with the Eagles. I really. I do. think you do too, but I. I think they're the best team in the NFL. So I That's think fair. you run into them. That's, That's their, your toughest matchup. Oh yeah, and but it's also one of those where if I, but if, I really if think... it was scheduled next week as the NFC Championship game, Eagles Vikings, you'd be sitting there going, I don't know. It, it wouldn't yeah. be a, oh the Eagles and are like, blowing them out. It's more of a. I really think if the Vikings run into the Cowboys. The tables would be flipped because I I'm pretty too. sure the Vikings would dominate them four quarters straight. Like I seriously like I'm pr- I'm starting to get pretty low on the Cowboys just because yep. I've seen some pretty bad play to them. Back to back games against the Texans and Jaguars, they were lucky to get out of that game against the Texans, yep. and their luck ran out against the Jags. You I mean, wanna, you want to know yeah, a weird stat about the Texans? They played every team close this year. Well, no, <laughs> like, teams are three and ten. The week after they play the Texans. <laughs> Apparently, the Texans are the toughest game you're going to get. I mean, to be fair, they've taken Everybody. Took the Cowboys to over. It took the Cowboys to overtime. It took the Chiefs to overtime. Made them play an extra quarter of football. I mean. They even the, hung with the Eagles for a while. It, and the uh, thing so, is. Go ahead. Sorry. When you play the Texans, your offense has the ball a lot. <laughs> like, yep. Because either their touchdowns mostly come from their defense making a big play or, like, especially who's making a big play to get some good field position. They don't, like, drive 98 yards on the field to beat you. No. It's either their defense, their special teams, or Damian Pierce or Brandon Cooks takes over a drive and just right. says, nah, this is mine. I'm, I'm hmm. going to make the plays here. We're going to go score. It's okay. But Brandon Cooks and Damian Pierce, while they're good, they're not the top echelon guy. They can't do that every drive. Like, Justin Jefferson could go out every—so could Tyreek. 
So I'm not trying to make this a biased thing. It's just I think of a receiver, I'm going to my guy first. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the all D-Hop, Jamar, yes. all of those type of guys, they could take over every drive. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Jefferson and Tyreek, um, I don't know if you saw my TikTok today talking about, like, which one of those two is more valuable to their teams. So oh, I, I did. Poll on Twitter. Have you, did you see the comments of that video? What? Oh, oh, the, the guy... Guy with the Tyreek argument. I want to just pull it up. Yeah. Because it's really interesting to me because the dude was like, he said that the only reason Tua has been good this year is because Tyreek Hill backs up the safeties, and that's why Jalen Waddle's always open. What? That's why Tyreek's like open. Like you said, why was Jalen Waddle burning people last year then? Yeah. And like, uh, and I also said, does Justin Jefferson not do the exact same thing for the Vikings? Right. Why is T.J. Hawkinson open over the middle? Why is Adam Thielen open in the red zone? Because three of the defenders on whatever team they're playing are drifting towards the back corner where Justin Jefferson is. Yep. Like I'm just saying, and I think you would even agree with me. I said this in the video. If they didn't have Justin Jefferson and they hadn't traded for T.J. Hawkinson, even if they even if they had and they didn't have Jefferson, I don't know where this team would be. We because that Bills game without him. Oh, without <laughs> that's been my thing. I don't know what that's been my argument. JJ's the most valuable player in football because the Vikings have yeah. seven game-winning drives this year, and a lot of people want to attribute that to Kirk. Go watch the game-winning yeah. drives. Who's getting the ball every play? Yeah, and literally, <laughs> like Josh Jefferson. I, I don't. Again, I didn't watch the first half, so I don't know how long. How long was he out for? Not very. It was actually weird how quick he was back. I saw him get hurt. He got I hurt saw twice. It, I saw on Twitter that he got hurt. Yeah, I turned on the game like right towards the end of the first half, and he was just back. I was like, yep. okay, well, it couldn't have been that bad. I'm surprised at how quick he got back in, but like, that's the thing. I like him. If he even feels fifty percent fine, he's. I'm back on the field. Right, like. and he's still probably the best receiver in that game the minute he steps back on the field. You'd have to be playing the, best, the Raiders the or Dolphins. Yeah, like he was the best. He was the best. He was the best receiver in that game on the sideline. I mean, come that's on. true. Like, yeah. Well, was, KJ 20... wanted to give him a run for his money on this day. KJ yeah. Osborne this day was wanted to be like, nah, this is my team. And Dude, that was you kind will of valid. Not believe. I will send you a screenshot. The tweets that were the tweets were in my drafts. If Michael Pittman had caught the game-winning touchdown or something on you guys, after all those times you slandered him, I would have been going nuts. If the Michael slanders Pittman had deserved, the he fumbled the ball. Oh, he sucks. Yeah. He's like, so, and how many I, yeah, times never on the Pittman did train. Pittman yeah. let Duke Shelley stop him yeah. from getting a first down on a screen? Duke yeah, I really Shelley. Don't... <laughs> I really don't like the Colts receiving core at all. The other <laughs> awful thing, Duke Shelley, with as much shit as I talked about him, mm -hmm. he might have been the best defensive player on the field Sunday. Duke Shelley wasn't giving up shit. He had four pass breakups and five tackles that stopped receivers one yard short of the first down. Like... Duke Shelley is coming into his own, and I'm kind of here for it. I kind of see him being like our Razul Douglas from last year. 
The guy who's bounced around the league forever and randomly yeah. is just kind of good. Which I'll take yep. it because we need it because our corners are rough. Pat Pete is still better in man than he is in zone. I'm standing by that because that's what Sunday showed me. I know. We do have the video. Well, we don't on this show. We The NFL hasn't given me the rights to play clips on the show. But uh, <laughs> we saw in week one. He got burnt by Christian Watson, you know, maybe the second fastest receiver in football. <laughs> First. No, I'm just kidding. Come on now. <laughs> Don't take the speed away from Tyreek Hill. There's going to be a problem. <laughs> hey. I still stand by that. He's good. He's great. Football. He's the second best receiver in football. He's the best receiver in no, football. No, you want to pretend... <laughs> What what does he do better than JJ other than be fast? Does he have better hands? Fuck no. Is he a better route runner? Fuck no. What does he do better other than be fast? He receiver. He's a better receiver, in my opinion. Okay, I don't but even why? know. I, I I legitimately can't even back it up with my own. So I just, I just, is it just biased because you're a Packers no, fan no, and JJ's on the Vikings? Just, it is literally just I watch both of them play and I like Tyreek better. It's as simple as that. How, Maybe though? it's the speed. I don't know. I don't know. Fair enough. I guess. I I legitimately. Teach their own. It it is simply an eye test and opinion thing for me. Like I could put Jefferson at one anytime I wanted to. Yeah. I probably will at some point. But like legitimately, like I think Tyreek Hill is the best receiver in football. If Jefferson breaks two K this year, you kind of have to. Tyreek also could. Right, but that uh, yeah, but the thing is. I had to have this talk with other people. It's not like Cooper Cup's near 2,000 yards last year where it was all, you know, in the slot working against linebackers and it was the scheme that was drawing him open. I'm not saying Cooper Cup's bad. What I'm saying is how many times did you see Cooper Cup beat triple coverage? Not often because that's not how the offense designed it for him. Right. Like, it wasn't pure dominance that got him that close to 2,000 yards last year. It wasn't pure dominance that did it for Cooper Cup. JJ's just out there beating guys. Now, sometimes it is the scheme, and we've seen that. But there's also yeah. just been a ton of plays where it's just J- fourth and 18 against the Bills. What other receiver makes that catch? Yeah. Maybe D-Hop? Maybe. Who do, you, who do you rank higher between Tua and Kirk right now? Just out of curiosity. Kirk. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't hate Tua. I saw so Miller football if, do this today. He ranked Tua above Kirk. I don't see it. Yeah. What does Tua do better? So if, right. And I agree. So would you not say that Tyreek Hill with a worse quarterback and more talented weapons around him getting 2,000 would be more impressive than it is for Justin Jefferson to get it when uh, he's a better quarterback and less weapons around him to take the ball away? That's that's what I'm saying. Actually, that's why I he think has that more Jefferson's weapons a more around valuable him. to his team. I would argue JJ has more weapons on maybe. Otto's better than Thielen. Yes. KJ Osborne is better than every other receiver on that Dolphins team. Without a doubt. Sure, maybe. Um Mike and Hawkinson and is Hawkinson. a mile better than Gasicki. Gasicki hasn't had more than three catches in a game all year. Doesn't get used right. I there was a clip. Could be. Um there's a clip uh 
he goes up to he he goes up to Dawson Knox um, at the end of the Bills game. He taps him up and he goes, "Well, I'm glad they're actually using you." And then walks away. I think like, the issue for Mike Gesicki. He, I think he's pretty frustrated with the way he's being used, but also he doesn't really fit their offense. Well, so there's two things for Gesicki. He's not a tight end. He's a wide receiver. Dude cannot yeah. block. That's why Hawkinson's going to get playing time over you. Like, that's why Hawkinson's going to play more snaps every game than Gasicki does. Is because yeah. Hawkinson can do the other 50% of being a tight end. And then the big problem for Gasicki is his hands aren't that good. So as a purely receiving tight end, dude struggles to catch the ball. I wouldn't want to use you either. That's why Alec Ingold has basically taken your role in the offense. I'm not saying taking his job because Alec Ingold doesn't play tight end, but the role that Gesicki should play is the number three weapon. And Alec Ingold has taken that spot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that, like, to uh, with Tyreek doing what he's doing with Tua is very impressive to me. And also... The difference is like Jalen Waddle's a top ten. Nah, never mind. Jalen Waddle's a top twelve receiver. Thielen is top twenty. I don't think. It, I don't think at this point not. I think the gap between Waddle and Thielen is enough to the point where I'm like, I mean, he has a guy here who has the potential to be top ten currently. Yeah. Thielen was at some points in his career. Yeah, but he's, right now he has no shot to be a top ten, no. and he won't be. He's I. He's without a doubt top twenty five. He's still, without a doubt, a top five number two receiver in football because there's not that many great number twos. Waddle's ahead of him. Higgins is ahead of him. It's just like, I just think the thing that, like, the fact that, like, all the narratives surrounding Tyreek were without Mahomes, he would be. Right. Fuck, I was pushing those narratives. Yeah. Without Mahomes, without the best quarterback in football. With two other quarterback, everyone was like, "This man really chose Tua over Mahomes," and now he's about to have two thousand yards of Tua. Like, I don't know. I think Kirk's better than Tua, so I think the yeah. quarterback situation is better for Justin Jefferson. But I don't think there's any argument for him being any lower than two, and I won't put him any lower than two. Yeah. He's not. I think Devonte is. The I think he's guy the clear behind three. him, but I also the think clear three. I think if you did it by tiers. I almost want to say Jefferson and Hill deserve to be in a tier of their own. Yeah, Davante, I don't blame he's him close. entirely. I don't either. Because, like, but- Eric Carr's having an off year, and he's a bad coach, and the offense isn't great. But, right. like, I don't know. Davante is still, like, very, very clearly, like, oh, yeah. one of the best receivers on the planet. Like, I'm not trying to like, discredit anybody. Insane. But... Hill and Jefferson have just been on another level compared to everybody else all year. Yeah, I mean, no receiver's ever gone over 2,000 yards, and this year two of them might. Two of them might. That's crazy. Tyreek's at a little bit of a disadvantage right now. He's about 100 yards behind Jefferson. Yeah, that I think he has tough. Giants, the Packers, and... We have the Giants, the Packers, and the Bears. And they have... could get all the yardage he needs to two thousand against the Bears. Like <laughs> the issue is, are we gonna even let him put on a uniform in Week eighteen? Especially if we lock how up the two seed. Playoff spot is. Yeah. Like, it, it, you would have you. Would, I mean, if the Cowboys keep losing and you keep winning, probably not. Well, it's not about the Cowboys. It's the Forty ers We need them to lose. 
True. To lock it. Uh, well, the four not, well, the Cowboys have the head-to-head advantage with you guys. So if you were to finish with the same record, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. The two seed. It wouldn't matter. The, they would have to win their division to move into the two seed. But actually, if they won their division, they would be in the one seed. The Cowboys cannot move past us. They cannot. I keep forgetting about the Eagles. Never mind. Yeah, the Cowboys cannot move past us. It's only the 49ers. Yeah, the Eagles are in the same division as the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Everybody's been doing that this year. Well, some people just kind of forget that divisions matter. They're like, well, the Cowboys had a better I record. Do. Like, that's I stupid. really do hope. I really do hope that all four – all four teams from a division be in the playoffs. I don't. I mean, Seahawks don't deserve a playoff spot, I don't think, currently. They do over the I Giants. That, I don't think the Giants do either. I'd give it to I the, think the Seahawks Giants and first. The Seahawks, I give it to the Seahawks first, but like, I think in the hunt right now. Yeah. Uh, the Packers and, and Lions are the only other two teams really. Oh, I would give it to the Lions over the Giants right now. So would I. I would. I I think the Lions and the Seahawks should be in over the Commanders and Giants right now. I and, hope the Lions don't win out and they miss the playoffs. I really, I don't want to have to face Detroit a third time. I That's really true. Don't. They, they, they're a team that could definitely come out there. Now. I think the one benefit we have is that we're going to be the two seed. Or no matter what, we're getting a home playoff oh, game. To be fair. Forcing you to come to Minnesota is the way Lions, If the Lions make the playoffs, you're playing them wild card round. Oh, they'll yeah. Be the seventh seed. But it would be in Minnesota, not in Detroit. Right. That I, does matter. Home know. field advantage does matter. It really does be a cool story for the Lions to get in, but like it's Jared Goff. Right. We've seen we've seen the ways he can cost them. Yep. We've all seen the ways that he can elevate them. So who True. knows? Jared it, Goff it depends on what Jared Goff comes out that day, honestly, because that's how it's been all year. So I've found this interesting all year, so I do want to bring it up with you to bring yeah. just talking about Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson. And mm. this was true last oh. week before the the sizable gap happened because remember last week before last weekend's games Tyreek and Jefferson were like there was a 12 yard difference a one catch difference the touchdowns were the same like their stats were very equal pre last week now it's a little skewed but do you know who has the longest reception of the two Sorry, you froze up. I don't know if you answered, but you froze up. It's probably Jefferson because Tyree gets under throw. They're tied at 64, technically. And do you know what quarterback gave Tyree the 64-yarder? It's Teddy. I don't care. It's pretty Um, funny. (laughs) Birds or run after the catch factored in? I don't know. Just their long is both 64. Because I, I cannot remember a, I cannot remember Kirk throwing a sixty-four yard airtime ball. I don't know if he Justin did or not. Jefferson. But technically, Tyreek's wouldn't have been sixty-four with the. But either way, did Tyreek get tackled right away on that Teddy throw? I don't remember touchdown? now. All I know is it was that throw. They're tied at sixty-four. That stat hasn't changed since last week. 
Out of the two, who has more catches of 20-plus? Probably Jefferson. Yeah. Who has more catches of 40-plus? Probably Jefferson. This is the wild one. Who has more yards after catch? Probably Jefferson because Tyree doesn't get the ball in space a lot. But that's what's so wild to me. How is it close? Like, how is Tyreek even close in yards? Like, I don't know, man. It's weird. I don't know where all of Tyreek's yards are coming from. I'm not trying to discredit him. I literally put out a video at the beginning of this month talking about how he was the second best receiver in the league, and I was fucking wrong, and I ate my words. And I'm a little mad at the whole world. Nobody, nobody gave me any praise for actually doing what I said I would do. I, I remember everybody giving me shit saying I would never actually post the video saying I was wrong. Then I posted it. No one wanted to acknowledge that I did it. I was very sad. <laughs> very sad. Listen, like, man. It is one of the most viewed videos on my YouTube channel, but all of my film reviews do good. Yeah. I don't get, I'm um, not as like, I'm not like Theo where I can like really break down like weird terminology. Mostly because yeah, everybody like, no. learns it different. There's like a go route is sometimes also called a post or, or a streak. just a fly like, or a streak. We all have different vernacular for that, all different verbiage. So my verbiage yeah, isn't the same as like, Theo, but like, I never like I never like played football, so I I don't like immediately recognize coverages. Like Theo will just like look at a defense and be like, "Oh, it's cover two, and I'll just be like, "They're in zone." I know I that. I can like, sometimes. <laughs> like it depends. It depends. Yeah. Well, it depends. you're you're. you're you... Oh, the the Vikings fan over here. You cut out really bad. Okay. I said, if there's anybody who knows anything about Cover 2, it's a Vikings fan. So. I actually got clipped being wrong about that when, during the TikTok video. <laughs> I, I paused. I, I saw you freeze. During the TikTok video, when the defense came back out, I was like, all right, Ed, what kind of Cover 2 shell are you drawing up? Oh, that's not Cover 2. That's cover. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, he changed. Yeah. He did the thing. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Uh, but Stuff. the Vikings are in a weird spot. I just... Uh, Not winning the... Oh, what'd you say? Sorry. Oh, my God. We've hit a rough spot. Super Bowl. Sadly. Yes, the Vikings are going to win the Super Bowl, sadly. Yes. Fortunately, Aaron Rodgers will be getting his second ring this 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 year. Fortunately, they will go on a Cinderella-type miracle run, and he will retire in glory after they win the Super Bowl. Until Justin Jefferson tells Jair what he did last time. Sit down, young fella. I think it—I I don't know. But I would I'm love sick of talking about the stupid Vikings team. That, out of, that out of my, I out of do want to say bro. though, real quick. Wouldn't uh, you love if the Vikings and Packers do play again? Wouldn't you love for Jair to actually shadow JJ, like actually go man up one on one? In well, they are playing again, so right. How, but you'd time. love to see that, right? Like, but good or bad, out. I want to see. 
Joe Barry says no. Yeah, Joe Barry doesn't want it. Joe Barry's Joe Barry no says, fun. Joe Barry says, Jair, you can't go past five yards past the line of scrimmage. You have to watch the flat. Just in case Dalvin Cook catches one, you're there, buddy. Trash. Oh, Ju- oh wait. Guys, why is Justin Jefferson wide open? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because you put Jair Alexander on the opposite side of the field and gave him no chance to even try. <laughs> Yeah. Not saying he'd succeed every time, but at least give ourselves the best shot at stopping the second best receiver in football. I mean, like, dude, we're like legit. Yep. Yeah. What a time. What's that? Uh, what are some other games we should talk about? I know that uh, the Patriots Raiders game ended a little wild. It's the only part of this game I want to talk about is the yep. ending. <laughs> yep, I agree. Big agree. I just, uh, I don't really get what they were thinking. Like, you don't have to lateral it there. So, like, if you're not going to score a touchdown, go down and send this thing to overtime. Like, the Patriots probably could have won in overtime. Maybe not with Devontae. If the Raiders had gotten the ball first, they probably would have ended up scoring. I hate this because I, I technically agree with, I believe it was Emmanuel Acho talking about this, and I hate that I agree with him on something, but he's 100% right. The internet has been trying to blame Jacoby Myers for this all happening. Jacoby Myers was the second guy in the row. Think about it this way. I'm using the same analogy he did. I'm just ripping it straight out of his mouth, basically. But me and you were walking down the street, right? And as we're walking, we just see every other human on this street run the other way. What are we doing? We're not asking questions. We're turning and we're fucking running. What the fuck's going on? We'll we'll ask questions when we're at a safe distance. That's what happened to Jacoby Myers. The actual mess up was Ramondre pitching it for no reason yeah because that my was my question we're gonna make plays and then jacoby myers goes oh we're playmaking all right let's make a play and he just fucking chucked it to nobody yeah but like my question is what did jacoby myers think mac jones was going to do with that ball like He's... was there nobody else in the field for the patriots that he could have thrown that to uh a lineman <laughs> i would rather Maybe. mac have it I would rather Mac have it too, but you know who else was right there is Chandler Jones, and like I think it, I think it was hilarious watching Chandler Jones just like put like the most like extra stiff arm into like oh, making yeah. sure Mac Jones went down. Like he didn't have to do all that, but he just he absolutely just murdered Mac Jones and took it to that. It was a great play by Chandler great. Jones. Yep, like, that takes a lot of skill to be able to track that ball. Yep. Catch it as an edge rusher who doesn't play in coverage. Catch it. Bowl over a not like small dude. Like Mac Jones is a big dude. And take it away the house. But like, I don't know, man. Belichick, I would not want to be in that Patriots locker room after that because Belichick probably tore them a new one. I do want to give a quick shout out to Hunter Henry being the only Patriot who showed any hustle on that play. Least homie tried to catch up to Chandler Jones. Like, he knew he wasn't going to, but no, he was just like, but at like, least he right, put the effort might as well in. Look like, like, might, as well look like, might as well look like I'm trying, you know? Right? Like, like, he gave it his all. Whereas, like, Ramondre Stevenson had a lot of time to get back. <laughs> like, so did and honestly, Jacoby Myers and, honestly, and Kendrick Bourne, the fastest player on the field, yeah, and Nelson Aguilar, like, honestly, the second fastest. Like, Literally, like, 
if you're a Patriots player and you see Jacoby Myers throw that ball, even if you believe Matt Jones is going to catch that, you are going back there. Yep. Because the because if even if Matt Jones gets it, you got to come to him. Yeah, you don't want him throwing a deep ball and getting that picked, right? Well, yeah. So you're coming back towards him. So and then you're in a position to if Chandler Jones gets it, at least track him down. I'm not saying that Kendrick Bourne would have tackled him because that's a big dude you're trying to tackle, but like. But also, know, he's dude. a defensive end. He doesn't get yeah. tackled. It's actually surprisingly easy to bring down the bigger guys that don't right. ever touch the ball. It's just like, yeah, man. He had every option. He had every like choice to yep. just go down when he got surrounded or just let himself get tackled and take this thing to overtime and give yourselves a better shot. Right. Like, your chances of winning that game the second he lateraled it went to, like, z- zero. Pretty much yep. zero. Did you see... The overtime, it was 50%, pretty much. Yep. See what? Did you see Colin Ka- Cowherd's take on all of this? Probably at some point, but I don't remember. So, he said that the Patriots... It's pretty wild. The smartest team of all time, under the smartest coach of all time, just made the dumbest play in NFL history. And you know why that was? Because they fed into their own ego. Belichick believed it was the system, never the players. He believed he could do it with anyone. Brady saw Belichick get too in love with his system and left. Belichick, now, instead of doing the correct thing and hiring who's ever best for the job. He's hiring his son. He has a defensive coordinator being an offensive coordinator because, well, it's still my system. It'll work out. Belichick failed because of his own hubris. That's it. Yeah. The Patriots are now the dumbest team in the NFL under the smartest head coach. How does that work? (laughs) Um, Does not hit another lag spike. I was just saying this Raiders team, even though they're winning games, do not deserve a playoff spot. And neither do do the Patriots. Like these are two teams who are who are wild card contenders in the AFC. Like the top of the AFC, very very good. That bottom part, like not great. So I guess that's a question for you, because if if the season were to end the end today, we'd have yeah. the Bills, Chiefs, and Bengals as the division winners. Then the Titans, I don't think they can hold on to it. I think the Jags are going to end up being the four seed somehow, which is wild. Yeah, probably. I, I'm sorry. You've let Malik Willis throw it like 14 total times in his career and he has like four picks. He's not ready yet. But then you've got the Ravens and Chargers. Then really the real competition is Dolphins, Patriots, Jets. And the Raiders I think need too much help to get in. They need two losses yeah. from the Dolphins. And then a loss apiece from the Patriots and Jets. Like that's 
That's a lot to ask so for. The Patriots and Jets play each other, so one of those teams will And lose. I guess they don't yeah, – no, they still need a Patriots loss either way. And the, Packer, and the Packers will be gift-wrapping and handing an L to the Dolphins, so that'll work out. I'm still picking the um, Dolphins. Uh, who's guarding Tyreek? <laughs> That's all that matters to me. Who's stopping Tyreek? He's fast. <laughs> Razul Douglas, don't you worry about it. <laughs> Razul Douglas is going to get mossed by Trent Sherfield. I'm calling it. Yes, that's the Dolphins' number three receiver, for those who are wondering. Yeah. Um, Cedric Wilson, man. Where'd he go? Who knows? Where is he? Where is he? I don't know. Sitting on the bench, because that's what you do with the best quarterback on your roster. You bench him. Oh, God. But I don't know. The AFC playoff picture is going to be wild. There's a world where we get a Jaguars-Dolphins wild card game. Yeah, the Dolphins would probably crush them. Probably. There's a world. I don't know if that Jags defense is good enough. Although they're definitely a promising defense. You know what I would find interesting? Jags Chargers. That would be a good game. That'd be interesting. I think that. Oh, I, I don't. I'd mm, lean Jags because Doug Peterson's a Jags way better coach. That and like like Trevor Lawrence in this offense kind of showed that they can, even if they're receiving cores and the must-star sort of thing, that they can beat. And first of all, don't like Brandon Staley. So come playoff time, I don't know if I trust Brandon Staley. And they don't have anybody at corner. JC Jackson fell off a cliff. Don't good. JC Jackson that... just got arrested. I Did he? yeah, I swear I just oh. saw this. Hold on. Awful. Um, yeah. So JC Jackson. Was booked Monday afternoon at Bristol County Jail. Oh, uh, I did see this in Massachusetts in relation to a non-violent family issue. The dude that plays for LA. Why is he in Massachusetts? Well, he played, played, he played for the Patriots. It's probably where his house is. True. Because uh, this is he got paid a his, lot. I still don't know if he's afford his, to live in LA. His his arc is weird. No, it's exact. Oh, he also suffered Not a season-ending knee injury in Week Seven, so he was at home. Oh. That's all it was. He's oh. out for the year, nice. so he was at home. Um, yeah, but like, I mean, this dude, like, I don't know. Like, I don't trust Staley. I don't necessarily trust the defense. And Staley's the reason J.C. Jackson's suddenly bad. I'm not going to let people yeah. keep trying to pretend it's J.C. Like, Jackson. We've seen this story over and over. I, I, I've seen, I've seen it. Like the Chargers receivers are, I mean, they're old. They're not good. And... Keenan Allen isn't that guy. Like you think Thielen's regressed in the speed. Yeah, you think Thielen's regressed? Go, go look at Keenan Allen. Like and Mike Williams is a one-trick pony, and it most of the time doesn't work. 
like Josh Palmer and Andrew Carter were okay in their absences. Like even Josh Palmer, like Josh Palmer was surprisingly okay in their absences, but they're not like but he's not going to torture you. Here's Austin Eckler is like the that Jags run defense is good enough to the point where Austin Eckler probably wouldn't be much of a factor. Herbert is generational. I use a top five, three, maybe even three quarterback for me right now. Might I mean, be the top dude is two. like. Yeah, the dude is absolutely insane. Like, like I ha- I despise the narratives around him. I've said this so many. Yeah. <sighs> People have been getting mad at me about that, but I genuinely believe Herbert's better than Josh Allen. Yes. Because Herbert's consistent. Yeah, screw this. I'm saying it. He's the second best quarterback in the NFL. Like, I'm sorry. Here's how the rankings go, though. <laughs> Like I saw right people now. do this, the the like the QB tiers. Here's the tiers. Tier one is Patrick Mahomes. Nobody else is there. I'm sorry, they aren't. They're just not. They just aren't. So it's Mahomes. Tier two to me is Herbert, Allen, Burrow, and Lamar. That's mm-hmm. tier two. And then it moves on to the the next parts of the list don't really matter. Brady and Rogers probably go in tier three. And that's more honestly to do with the teams around him them than them. Like you look at their stats and they look awful, but you watch the film and you go, Oh, Rogers isn't bad. Christian Watson just doesn't remember the signals. And so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Just by the plain eye test, a top five quarterback in the NFL. What? Sorry, like, you. I still, think, I still think Rodgers is top five. Oh, by he, just eye test, absolutely. If we're basing it off this year, I'm still putting him tier three. Yeah. probably as quarterback. Yeah, Rodgers is like. Yeah, he's probably falling of the top five realistically, but like, watch the dude play. He's a top five. Quarterback. I don't know, dude. The way I want to look at it. Here's how I judge whether you should be a tier one or two quarterback. Are you, You're in the top two tiers to me. I just look at the Vikings because I look at Kirk as the definition of like your above average starter. Your your guy like he's fine. He's not he's not going to win you games. He's not going to lose you games. He's going to do what the roster can do. Right. So I'm basing my tiers off of. Quarterbacks on the Vikings, right? If you replace Cousins with Mahomes, we're the clear favorite. We're the best team in football. Yeah. You move to Tier 2, you replace Cousins with any of the Tier 2 guys. Lamar, Burrow, Allen, Herbert, Rodgers, Brady. They're a a true contender. Like, nobody would question the Vikings should compete for a Super Bowl, NFC Championship game, or bust if you have those guys. Tier three is where I'd put Kirk. You're good. Like, you're fine. I'm not saying Kirk's the top of tier three, but I'm saying tier three is your Kirk Cousins and currently your Trevor Lawrence's and those type of really good quarterbacks, but they don't guarantee you that top-end success. And then past tier three, it gets a little tough. You don't want to have a tier four guy or below. You just don't. But, all right. Uh, Is there anything else you want to talk about? Fuck. 
there anything else you want to talk about? It seems to be getting worse, so we should probably try to wrap soon. Out uh, before we... Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say... No, I mean, I'm good, man. I had All a blast, right. but yeah, I'm good. Thank you so much for coming on. I It sucks. I feel like this would have been the one night where we pushed the two or three hour podcast. We pushed the, the Miller football type recording vibes where you, we just record you, forever. You and I will get there for sure. Yeah. Tonight would have been the night if the internet didn't suck and we weren't constantly having to go, repeat everything you just said for the last five minutes. I got none of it. <laughs> You want to repeat everything you just said because you lied. God damn. See what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We'll have to do this again because, of course, we will. That's kind of the thing. I'm almost to the point. We need to, like, discuss with Miller. We need to create our own, like, stay hot. We need to get the three of honestly, us doing some weekly shit. Honestly, I think that'd be awesome. I, do I would too. be super down. We need to get in the group chat later and make some plans. I think we should pitch that in the the group chat. I think that'd be dope. We should. And then some people will have heard it. So we we might even have some opinions on whether we should do that or not. So. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that could be fun. But, yeah. Thank you again so much for coming on. Um, I'm honestly just going to say, hopefully your Packers pick it up and can make the end of the season exciting for you yeah make a run yeah. i mean it would have to Hopefully. come cr- crashing down in the wild card round but that's okay at least I'm you'd okay make it that. at least you'd yeah. make the make it though the memes of if kirk cousins beats you in the playoffs is going to be a little tough. i would probably deactivate twitter for at least a couple days yeah you'd have to delete yeah. it for a couple days because um, then, because then, your Kirk owns the Packers narrative would be at its strongest. Oh yeah, like you can make the argument the now, but like you beat Rodgers in the playoffs, I'm going Verbal. whole nother level. It would be awful yeah. for you. I'm sorry, <laughs> and I, yeah. I wouldn't even be targeting you. I would just be targeting the world. Yes, but yes. Don't worry. My villain arc starts the minute the Vikings win a playoff game. All we have to do is win one. And I'm yep. screaming at the internet. I thought we were yep. frauds and couldn't even win one playoff game. Turns out you're a fraud because you don't know ball. I'm going to be just a demon. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Ooh, you really got to hope that doesn't happen, though. Yeah. Because I don't even mean the Packers. I just mean because if Kirk wins a playoff game, since coming to Minnesota, he'll have the same number of playoff wins as Rodgers. I don't want to hear it. Drew that, that would be tough. No. Drew Locke's starting quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater better. <laughs> Bam. Get it rolling. All right, we're rolling. we're rolling. Thank you again for coming on. It was a blast. Of course. But for now, I think that'll do it for us. So thank you so much for watching. We'll catch you in the next one. All right. Peace. All right, man.